Konnichiwa and welcome to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. I'm Doug the Translator and this week we've got the captain of the Mitsubishi Dynavors, Hayden Bidwell-Curtis. Uh, should be another good episode so can't wait to get started. Let's go! Welcome back everyone. Um, uh, that was a bit of a weird intro but I'm a bit tired. We're at camp. H is with me. I panicked a bit, couldn't remember his name, but got there in the end. Uh, but how are you, H? How's, how's everything going? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, thanks for very much for having me on the podcast uh, this evening. It's, uh, yeah, we're on camp. It's been a good couple of days. Mm-hmm. Actually got our last day tomorrow and, uh, yeah, expecting a big day. Yeah, yeah. Big, uh, strong finish. Should be a good year. It's a pretty short camp in terms, like some camps in Japan for teams can be like 10 days, two weeks and stuff, but we're what, five nights, five four nights, nights, yeah, four so, nights, yeah. Um, shorty, but a good year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, um, it's been a long time coming. We haven't been on a camp for a wee mm. while now. I think some of these boys might even be, or definitely will be their first camp. Yeah, yeah. It's um, my first camp as a Dynaboy, actually. Is it? Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, well, we've had coronavirus the last yeah. few years, so that's been a a hassle to deal with. And then, yeah. oh no, sorry, this is my second camp. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Memory's coming back to me now. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, getting older. Yeah. Um, I thought <laughs> but, getting wiser as you get older. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said in the intro, you're the uh, captain of the Dinobores. We got you as the team captain, but you also got a Japanese guy, a legend, Tosa, uh, as the club captain, but. Um, yeah, how was it when you kind of got the call about being captain for this year? Yeah, I was pretty excited. I was, um, I was definitely, I sort of didn't jump at it, and I didn't say, "Yep, I'm, I'm keen." Mm-hmm. I um, going from last year, I was sort of thrown in the deep end a little bit yeah. um, with leading the side, but I sort of left the phone after talking to Coops and mm-hmm. just thought about it for a little bit, and then I was like, "Yeah, I'm." I'm in a stage of my career where I definitely want to, um, you know, expand on my rugby knowledge and mm-hmm. and leading as a person, and and I thought, you know, I'm in a good space in my life. Um, so I was like, yep, jump at the challenge and yeah. and see what happens. So oh, nice, yeah, no, it's nice. Um, well, all I know of you is uh, you as a captain, but you know, it's going good so far. I think I had some good chats. You uh, make it easy on me. Translate, don't speak too long before, you know, you always give me time to translate in between your stuff. So Yeah, mate, yeah, I try uh, and helpful. help I try and help you out. The coaches are doing all the talking, so yeah. I just short and sweet. Yep. Um, yeah. Or obviously some people who aren't used to our translators go for a minute or two and then um, just you can see me sweating, eh? Just uh, Yeah, I'm just trying to help you out, mate, just yeah. to make it nice and easy for you. <laughs> nice, nice. Doing a top job, doing oh, a top geez, job. Cheers. I uh yeah, being a bit of a tough camp for me. My roommate until yesterday was a very big snorer. Um, so yeah, not had much sleep. But, not had much um, sleep. <laughs> I think it should be a good energy for this episode. But um, I normally, uh, obviously you listen to all my episodes, you know exactly how I structure these. But normally start with a uh, how somebody, how the person got to Japan and stuff. Um, but I don't know too much about you before Japan, so I might... Go there if that's all right. Yeah, that's um, sweet. Yeah, but yeah, but you obviously are from NZ. Yeah, uh, whereabouts in NZ are you from? Um, so I was born in uh, Lincoln, Christchurch. Mm-hmm. So i um, yeah, I was born, yeah, in Lincoln, Christchurch, and mum was from a small town, Akaroa. Oh yeah. Um, over there, and then my dad used to be in a sharing gang and used to run about thirty to forty uh, gangs. Uh, sorry, not gangs, people in mm-hmm. his gangs around the east coast of the South Island and yep. then the, the east coast of the North Island. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so we moved back up to the New Zealand, uh, new, moved back up to the North Island. Yeah. And um, we were over in Rotorua for a bit in Taupo. Yeah. And then I spent most of my life uh, growing up in a small uh, town, country town in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. um, called the Republic of Whangamamana. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty much in the, the middle of nowhere in uh, Taranaki. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're out there on a uh, big sheep and beef uh, station. Mm-hmm. So, but now I call, yeah, Taranaki is, is home for me. Oh, Every true, time true. I yeah. go back to NZ, it's um, Taranaki is where my family, my wife's family are from. Mm-hmm. So, 
Taranaki and New Plymouth Boys High School is uh, is my home. Oh, nice, nice. Um, yeah, I got a few uh, cousins out there in uh, New Plymouth, so I used to always oh, go yeah. out to uh, was it Bell's 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 Beach or something like there was a, oh Back Beach oh Back Beach maybe yeah. yeah. Are you um, into the the drifting scene and the sort of the skidding? Oh yeah, car uh, scene as we all the. What are they called? Oh, the Bogans. The Bogans head out to the <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. back uh, beach. and Bit of me. me. Bit of you. <laughs> um, but yeah, you said, uh, was it sheep? No, sorry. Yeah. Is it shearing gang that's sheep, is it? Yep. Oh, yeah, because I guess people who are not from NZ might have thought, like, you said in charge of 30 men in a gang, like, so it might have been you know, a different kind of gang. But, it's patched. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but nice. Uh, yeah, obviously a lot of sheep in NZ and got to share them, eh? So. Definitely. Nice, nice. Um, geez, I think I am tired. I'm just talking about random stuff, but <laughs> nice. Uh, you said Rotorua. I'm from Rotorua, so oh yeah, man, connecting in so many levels. We are, we are. It's yeah, good. Close to Bond. Um, but nice. Were you playing rugby back then, or like as you grew up? When did you start that? Yeah, so I, uh, I started playing when I was about five years old uh, for a club uh, or at school called Toko School. Mm-hmm. Um, we had black and black, black and yellow striped jerseys. Yeah. Uh, run around on the grass in a small little town, bare feet. Mm-hmm. Early Saturday mornings, which is you know where it all started for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, yeah, I just progressed through through primary school. Then went to New Plymouth Boys High School, jumped in there as a boarder. Yeah, um, because we lived so far out of town, and I was quite keen to uh, leave my primary school of twelve pupils and <laughs> yeah. head to the big smoke oh, of wow. New Plymouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yes, yeah, so I jumped in there and I started. Progressing through the age groups, under 13s, under 14s, and mm-hmm. 15s, um, then reps, um, yep. and through, right and through to uh, Taranaki Academy. Yep, yep. Yeah, so it was a pretty awesome start. It was, yeah, made quite a, I suppose, a few rugby teams along the way. Yeah, 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 nice. Um, and then, yeah, I started getting into it, getting into it a bit more seriously, yep. I suppose, outside of uh, once I left high school, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice, nice. Um, we always, uh, obviously... Yeah, big talent, uh, got all the skills in their back row, um, and size, obviously. But, uh, <laughs> um, uh, were you always, you know, in the back row? Were you always a big guy? And, uh, when did you kind of think rugby could be a career for you? I was definitely not, uh, talented or had the best skills. So mm-hmm. I was just your typical white boy, country boy farmer, yeah. just, you know, could go run and run and run all day. And yeah, yeah. Just head down and and do the mahi and mm-hmm. you know do the do the work that was needed. Um, I sort of had a growth spurt early on in my life, and yeah. I was playing lock as I was the tallest by far oh, yeah. all the way through. Um, yeah, all the way through until I think four form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four form where I, was, I jumped over to seven, six, seven. Yep, yep. Um, started playing there. But yeah, he was definitely not the most talented mm. player. I just sort of grafted away and yeah. and over the years I started putting on size and mm-hmm. I think the last yeah, the last year out of high school, uh, sorry, the first year out of high school I gained ten kgs. Oh wow. Because the academy manager was like, Oh, you're too well light, for instance, mm-hmm. for first and you're too weak and yeah. you're too small, so yeah, I spent that year on the building site, mm-hmm. then going to academies early in the morning. Oh, wow. And then, um, yeah, managed to gain 10 kgs mm-hmm. that first year out of high school. So that was, that was a massive year and sort of set me up for the rest of my career. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, to go back to your question, I think I started really thinking about how oh, I could actually be a professional. I think it was when I made the under New Zealand under 20s. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, I could sh- actually, I can sort of you know, give this a good nudge and mm-hmm. give it a good crack. At that stage, I was on the building site. I left school and went straight into a building trade. Yeah, yeah. Um, needed to pay the bill somehow and sort mm-hmm. of have some beer money on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So started my apprenticeship and, and doing the academies early in the morning. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. But, um, um, hi, well, how, um, there's probably heaps of players who've been told, I know I was told I was uh, too small, too short, too light, and I'm not very good at rugby. Um so that's why I quit, but uh, <laughs> there are probably heaps of guys who uh, want to know, I guess, how you put that 10 kgs on. It's For some people, it might be quite hard, but was it easy for you? Was it just eating heaps or any special oh, things you did? It was just, yeah, simple things, just eating plenty of food and, and just getting in the gym and just doing the work. Yeah, yeah. I was like, um, geez, what was his name? 
uh, Alad Walters. Was he? Yeah, Alad Walters was uh, Welshman mm-hmm. at the time. He was the the manager. Uh, sorry, the trainer. Yeah, yeah. And um, when gym started at five o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. you had to start at five. If you were there one minute past five, the yeah. doors were shut. You couldn't oh, walk right. in the gym. So you yeah. turned up nice and early. And because I was working, you know, eight nine hour shift mm-hmm. um, during the day on the building site, you know, I had to get in there early and yeah. do work uh, gym in the morning, mm-hmm. go to work, and then. Normally, a normal week would have been Monday. Monday night would have been academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesday night would have been club footy. Yeah. Wednesday night, you're back in the academy. Thursday night, club. Friday night, you have off. And mm-hmm. then Saturday, you're, you're playing the game. And then you just repeat that for the whole year. But, um, yeah, it was just, it was nothing, nothing out of the ordinary, just smashing back as much protein and creatine <laughs> and glutamine and, yeah, yeah. And, um, Mum's mum's cooking was oh, yeah, yeah. went down a treat. The dream, the dream. Yeah. yeah. That's good though. Like um I think uh it's kinda of sounds similar to what a lot of the players over here, the workers do in certain teams. It's like working all day for their company and then train from like seven to nine at night or something every day. And yeah. Um yeah, it's uh, cool to hear that you know, you've you've experienced that side of it as well. So probably know what some of the players, uh, Japanese players in certain Japanese teams are uh, you know, go through it. So. Yeah. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, and then from the academy, how did you, where did you get your break or like, you know, where did you, where was your first professional team? How did that come around? Um, so I was I was playing sevens outside of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, they put me into the sevens uh, program, um, Taranaki sevens program. And I did that for four or five seasons over the summer period. Yeah. And yep. then I sort of shifted um, before... It was a year that I was 19, mm-hmm. and then I played the last season of sevens in summer, and then I con- started concentrating on uh, making New Zealand under-20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was that team got a name announced in June, mm-hmm. geez, 2011. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. 2011. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I made, I made that team to go to uh, Italy, mm-hmm. um, and that was my first First rep team. I yeah, made yeah. New Zealand under seventeens uh, training camp. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a team that we play games. It was just a a camp of forty four players that go to a couple of camps around New Zealand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Missed out on NZ schools, mm-hmm. and then um, managed to jump in that uh, New Zealand under twenty side. Yeah. So that was my first taste of, I suppose, professional footy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, professional environment representing your country. Mm-hmm. And that's where I've, I thought, well, you know, this is this could be a career for me. Yeah. And I was pretty keen to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a that was a that was a start. Then the year after that, I managed to pick up um, my first NPC contract with Tabnaki. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which didn't go to plan. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I got played. I was playing for the bees, mm-hmm. and then in that game, I got shot with a a high shot. Um, and broke my eye socket, oh, got knocked out, yeah. and then that was me for done for the season. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I was, I was pretty gutted. That was mm. my first taste of um, professional footy, yeah, getting yeah, paid yeah. to play. Sure not the Not the biggest contract, but hey, yeah, it, was, yeah. you know, it was something. Mm. As a 19, 20-year-old, you, anything, yeah, yeah. anything you get playing footy is... Um, it's the dream, eh? It's the dream, yeah. Yeah, nice. Well, um, he's that would have been pretty tough. Like, you probably would have had, dr- not dreams, but, like, imagined what that first season, first few games and stuff would be for the Taranaki team and stuff, and then playing for the Bees, get that injury, can't play for the rest of the season. But how was that? Yeah, it was a tough pill to swallow. I was, the previous year, I was <clears throat> I was pretty ganky and, and sort of, I suppose, looking back now, I was a little bit cocky and naive. Mm-hmm. That you know, I thought I was. Uh, I just made the New Zealand under twenties and yep. sort of a bit hot shit. Bees knees, bees knees, in mm-hmm. the old um, Taranaki region. But yeah. yeah, I sort of, I was in a way glad that I didn't really get promoted into that mm-hmm. team just then because I definitely wasn't ready. Yeah, probably would have got found out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then that might, in hindsight, that might have hindered my career further. Mm-hmm. But we don't know yeah, now, yeah. but. Um, it rocked me a little bit because I was sort of. Um, what's the question again? Um, oh, how was it like dealing with? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was drifting off. 
Um, big, yeah. yeah, big training session. Big day, yeah. Um, yeah, for, oh, geez, I forgot what I was going to say. It rocked you, eh? It was a tough it build me. as well. It's yeah. still, uh, still, it still rocked me. Yeah, yeah, still uh, got concussed from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it just sort of, it did rock me for um, for that season and I was yeah. sort of just lost because I'd only had one year contract and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have anything after that and I was sort of, yeah, after that season ended, um, had the price giving and then sort of went away that summer, mm-hmm. played the sevens again and going into that new year had no contract. I was back on the building site. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, I sort of didn't know where my career was going to continue yeah. and if it was going to continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, Jason O'Halloran um, rung me up and said, oh, uh, we've, we're looking for a Lucy down at Manawatu mm-hmm. and, and um, you know, I've seen you play and coach you in the under-20s and we're, yeah, you yeah. know, pretty keen to have a look at you. So, yeah, it, that sort of got fast-tracked, you know, a couple of weeks later mm-hmm. down in Palmy, oh, signing yeah. a contract, a uh, one-year contract to play for Manawatu and, yeah, yeah. yeah I thought, you know, that was pretty, pretty awesome, and mm-hmm. and sort of lucky that I've sort of known uh, Jason and, and yeah, had worked yeah, with yeah, him yeah. in the past. And then there was an opening, and and um, was pretty keen to carry on playing footy. So yeah, I managed to um, yeah sign up that contract, and then I think later on in that year I moved back down. I moved to Palmy for mm-hmm. the first time, and and um, yeah joined the the Manawatu Turbos in two thousand and twelve. Yeah. Um, as a solely mm-hmm. semi-professional rugby player. Yeah, yeah, nice. Because um, I guess, uh, like you were saying, um, those... Man, I've lost my train of thought now as well. Um, <laughs> um, I'm just going to edit this part out. I'll keep your part <laughs> in, obviously. But, keep um, my own in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, like you are saying, those kind of, not setbacks, but that kind of stuff can probably amend more when you have that second chance. Um, and... Something that I've always found in rugby, especially over here, it's not what you know, but it's who you know. Like if you don't have that chance to, if you don't have that door to go through, you know, it doesn't matter how talented you are, like you need that opportunity to kind of show that. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, it's important to have those connections uh, off the field and not burn bridges as well, I guess. So, Definitely, you know, yeah. you've got to, yeah, take your opportunities when they come and, and just be a, a good person and, you know, the best athlete you can be and yeah. you just never know what's around the corner and, you know who's who's out there watching really because yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea that Manawa two were looking and and I wasn't I suppose close with Jason and had a lot to do with him in mm-hmm. the in the setup that was in that I was in yeah um, but you know he just he just knew that I was available and was mm-hmm. quite keen to have me on board and yeah it was great to um, to get that phone call and say you know my sec- a second shot yeah 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 nice. Uh- and how was it uh, actually being in the environment? Did you, how was your career, I guess, uh, with the turbos? How did all that go? Yeah, so it, w- it went, um, yeah, really well. It set me up and and gave me the platform to be able to progress my career into Super Rugby. Mm-hmm. Um, I got exposed to the Hurricanes um, early, I think in my second year, I got exposed to them and, and Doing a wider training over yeah, pre- yeah. a couple of pre seasons, which is really cool, and that really um, gave me motivation to to continue on and, and do this for a you know for a living, and and you know it was something that was set in stone that uh, that I was pretty keen to to continue somehow and somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't go all smoothly. I sort of grafted away at the month or two, and yeah. um, over the seasons, sort of. Got better and better every year, but wasn't getting that, uh, I suppose, wider contract or super rugby yeah, full yeah, contract. Yeah. It was just, uh, you know, you'd always get feedback. Oh, you're playing really well. You're doing this really well. But then yeah. come signing, it's like, oh, okay, where's my contract? Yeah. Do, I, do I have one? Or yeah. it didn't come. And then it was, wasn't was until, yeah, it wasn't until I played 50 games for Manawatu. Mm-hmm. And then I got a phone call after that last season Jeez, how did that go? 13, 14, 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. 2016, mm-hmm. got to uh, finish that minor 10 cup season. And then, um, yeah, Razor Robinson rang me up and said, oh, 
We're looking at looking at another loose forward. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not too sure. We don't think it's going to be a full contract, but there's definitely definitely a wider spot there, and yeah. he was quite keen to pick me up. But because I was in the the region of the Hurricanes, mm-hmm. they had first picks on the wider draft. Yeah. So yeah, they were just. They weren't guaranteeing me a spot because mm-hmm. obviously Hurricanes had first choice. Yeah, and then um, yeah, on the draft day, I um, was sitting down at a, sitting at a cafe with my wife and Levin. Mm-hmm. I think it was the rabbit hole. Oh yeah, and then um, yeah, Razor rang me up and said, "Oh, we managed to get your pick, and mm-hmm. we um, yeah, just like to say, oh, you become a crusader." Oh wow! So um, yeah, that was pretty awesome to to receive that phone call and. I was sort of had spent so long mm-hmm. and sort of played so many games for minor ten, yeah. And then to get finally get that phone call was just I didn't cry, but I probably inside was crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was pretty pretty chuffed and pretty stoked to mm-hmm. be able to you know have the opportunity to play Super Rugby, not just Super Rugby, but to go to one of the you know top performing franchises in yeah, New Zealand yeah. um, and clubs in the world. So mm-hmm. I was pretty I was pretty stoked to. But heading back down to Christchurch and sort of where I where I was born and where, yeah, I'm, yeah, where yeah. I'm from. Yeah, nice. Um, was there environment when you got to? Uh, obviously, you, see you trained a bit with the Canes and stuff. Um, but was the environment in the Super Rugby different to what you kind of were used to at a minor team level? And was it a big jump for you? Yeah, definitely was. It was there was a lot more <clears throat> there was a lot more detail and skill going on. Um, Obviously, on the field, mm-hmm. off the field, there's you know a lot more media. There's a lot more promotional events that you go to, and yeah, yeah. just there's a higher. I you sort of jump into a high status, yeah, um, socially as well. Yeah, which yeah. you know, as as a young man, sort of hard to deal with mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, yeah, in the spotlight a bit more. Yeah, 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 definitely are, definitely are, and um, but yeah, it was. When I we pop down there on a, um, just for for a day when mm-hmm. they do all the new signings and yeah, it was pretty awesome to rub shoulders with Sam Whitelock and Kieran yeah, Reed yeah, and yeah. you know walking the um, walking the changing rooms and you just see they have all the swords of all the championships mm-hmm. that they've won in the past and you have all the photos and yeah. you get uh, when you play a game for the Crusaders you know you get your number and mm-hmm. you know to to look through. The list of players that have come out of that club is yeah, pretty, yeah. you know, impressive. And it's mm-hmm. and to when I thought, you know, hopefully one day that I can have my own Crusader number and yeah. and um, you know be up on the plaque with some mm-hmm. of the greats of the game. I just yeah, just it was mind blowing to be honest. I was I couldn't actually believe it, it had happened, and I was in the Crusader shirt and I was mm-hmm. down there, and I was like, wow, yeah, 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 let's go. <laughs> Yeah, nice, yeah, nice. Um, I guess, yeah, like you said, it's where your life began as well, eh? So, yeah, um, it was like full circle. It was pretty yeah, awesome to um, nice. to head back down there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, still, um, I still got family uh, down there. Oh, yeah, A yeah. couple of cousins and, and auntie that, that lived down there as well. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool to – I hadn't seen them for since I was a young young buck and yeah. sort of to connect back up with them was, was pretty cool. Yeah, nice. Um, and was that uh, – Wider training or was it a full training? Oh, sorry, a full contract that you got. Yeah, so that was a wider training. Oh, wider yeah, training. Yeah. So you go into a group of five. I think there's five wider training contracts, and yeah. then the rest of them are full. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah that was a, a wider. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't really care. I was just like, oh, I'm down there. Mm-hmm. I'm training. Can be selected every week. Oh yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. Mm, so what's like the main? I guess. Uh, for people who don't know too much about super rugby setup and stuff, what would be the main difference between those wider training and the full uh, contracts? Your pay packet. Oh, yeah? Yeah, basically. Everything Terrific. else is pretty much the same. So you yeah. can still get picked every week and stuff and all yep, that? Yeah, you can still get picked every week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you still get the same kit. You yeah, still, yeah. you know. Still a Crusader, yeah. Still a Crusader, yep. Yeah, it's yeah, just nice. your pay packet. It's just a lot lot less yeah, yeah, yeah. than everyone else. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I thought it was like... Now um, you have to be upgraded to a full contract before you play or something, but no, oh yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. It is. I think there's some technical stuff around. If you play a certain amount of games, and you mm. if you play a certain amount of games, then you get upgraded to to a full contract. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh nice. Um, and uh, how was that first season for you? Did you, uh, um, you know, get a game? Did you, uh, yeah? How was it being in that environment? Yeah. Well, for starters, it was pretty intense. Like preseason comes around fairly quickly, and. Yeah. 
you're sort of nervous as hell because you're you know you're in the environment for the first time mm-hmm. you're meeting you know all the all blacks and, yeah, and all these yeah, guys yeah. that have been there for seasons and you're bloody you're wondering if you're fit enough or you're strong enough and if you can compete and mm-hmm. you know all these thoughts are going through your head and then once you get through the first day or first i suppose week yeah you settle into it you meet everyone and yeah. and you you know get a feel for the for the environment and and then you're basically away yeah. you have those three weeks before christmas and you know everyone's hurting because every day is just a a challenge yeah, yeah. you're running hills and you're doing mm-hmm. swimming and you know wrestling and yeah it's pretty full on so yeah because um, it's way shorter pre-season than japan eh? Way, way long, uh, way shorter, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Japan, uh, at Coke, we were doing like, you know, eight month pre, eight month pre-season for like an eight game season kind of thing. So sometimes you have more pre-season games than actual season games. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like, you know, this, this block that we've already done here mm-hmm. for our, for our pre-season camp, yeah. you know, back home, it's, it's now the, f- we're four weeks done. So we would have done pre-Christmas, pre-season and then yeah. just one week into the new year yeah 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 yeah, and then we suppose another three weeks away from playing the season so yeah yeah so just uh i guess that intensity's got to be way more up there to uh get all the fitness in and all conditioning in eh? so yeah um, yeah oh yeah well well nice and um then you got around to the season of how we you probably had a you know a couple of good guys you were contesting those spots uh with but uh, how did that first season go yeah i think I can't actually remember how many games I have. I should probably know mm-hmm. that. Um, it did go well, though. It mm-hmm. did go really well. I I suppose I was lucky enough to have some injuries go my way, and yeah, I managed yeah, yeah. to get on every tour. Went over to South Africa, which was really cool. Nice. First time first time going to South Africa, which was really nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it was just – it just went so fast. Mm-hmm. Looking back on it, yeah. everything is just – you know, once you do your pre-season, you go back for Christmas and have a couple of weeks off and you head back down and then you start playing week mm-hmm. in, week out and yep. it just, you know, the, the weeks go by so fast. So it's just fast, it's just yeah. like a blur. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, um, yeah, really, really fast. But that whole time that you're down there or we were down there, mm-hmm. you know, you have your, have your week and then you have your day off and then you play on a Saturday and, yeah. you know, you have events that you go to at night time, your promo events and yeah, yeah, yeah. Other, other bits and bobs and then you get your personal life in there as mm-hmm. well and the year just like goes by like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's pretty it's pretty full on when you're down there mm-hmm. but it's like what you want to, what I wanted to do. So it's, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I was loving every minute of it, every minute of it, yeah. which was really cool. Nice, nice. Well, according to your wiki, I think it says you played a uh, 19 over... Was it two seasons? Two seasons, yeah. So, yeah, nice, nice. So, yeah. it's not that many, it's not like a huge number of games uh, in Super, so. Yeah. You think uh, it's not a bad success rate, you think? With yeah. the calibre of players you had around you? I think I played six games that first season. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then the rest after that. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, and obviously, uh, you see this pretty successful team up there, but um, you guys are... Uh, did you, would you have won both? Was 17 and 18 both a win? Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was the first year. So 2017 was, was when all the coaches changed and yeah, the personnel yeah. changed. So yeah, that's when Scott Razor Robinson came into mm-hmm. coaching. Yep. And then brought all his other coaches alongside him. And obviously a whole lot of new players came in as well. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool and, and, um, thoroughly enjoyed my time with Razor and, and all the coaches that are, um, alongside us coaching panel yeah yeah, nice, yeah nice. world-class coaches and yeah. had a world-class setup and and sort of what we're what i learned down there we've sort of brought a little bit of that into our environment at the dinobores yeah nice, nice which is really cool um important i think all this you can pick out heaps of good things from all the teams and romans you've been in and just get everything that works in your current team eh? so definitely nice uh, yeah learning a lot from the senpai there so. um <laughs> Like, uh, was it the first kind of like major uh, championship you'd won as a you know professional player? Or yeah, I would say major. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah, nice. We had uh, with the New Zealand under twenties. We mm. did win the World Cup. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty had... stacked team, was it? Yeah, that's yeah. the that team was stacked. Yeah, mm. yeah. We 
Jeez. Ben Tamifuna, Cody Taylor, mm-hmm. Francis Saley, Dominic Bird, Luke Whitelock, Bodie oh, wow. Barrett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of names I in there that yeah, people would know. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you said 2011, eh? Yeah. Um, yeah, because I think I remember uh, everyone always kind of talks about that team as just being, you know, stacked. Yeah, uh, Sam Kane on the flank oh, yeah. as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that team was, um, yeah, that team was pretty impressive. And yeah. then I sort of weaseled my way in there. I, I think the reason why I got in there was because mm. I could play six, seven, and eight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so sort of because we were going to Italy, mm. bit of a travel, I suppose. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. just having that ability to play mm-hmm. six, seven, or eight sort of helped me out. Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, sometimes that versatility uh, can be a curse. Sometimes it's a blessing. Eh? So, yeah, 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 yeah. In that instance, it was a blessing. Yeah, so. nice. Uh, well, I think uh, everyone can probably say the same thing, but every time. Uh, Anyone thinks about that 2011 team, I think the first name they think about is HBC. So. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I uh, knew all about you from then, obviously. But uh, how was that? Uh, yeah, I guess what were the big things that you kind of noticed? Why do you think the Crusaders are such a successful team? Very good question. Yeah. <laughs> Very good question. I think the, the setup that has been hap- or the culture and the setup that's happened mm-hmm. you know all these years back when the greats were playing it yeah you know they've just created this culture of winning mm-hmm. um of being good people um good men and great uh, rugby players it's yeah, just yeah. something that has evolved year after year mm-hmm. with new groups and new players coming in um yeah great history also and then as a new player going down there to see everything that's gone before you, yeah. I'm walking in there thinking, well, you know, I don't want to let all these guys down. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to be the best athlete I can be. And I've been selected because the current coaches think that I can mm-hmm. do the job, get the results. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to, you know, do the best that I can mm-hmm. to, um, yeah, to get those results. So. Yeah, nice. Um, I think that's, uh, yeah real important part eh? like you've got that responsibility of everything that's happened and that's why those teams uh, everyone always talks about the bunker the culture being so important eh? the bunker building so um, uh, yeah that's a word of the week for word of the week weekend. bunker bunker is a bunker, culture bunker. yeah nice um, and then from there was it you came over to the Dynables after that second year yeah so after that yeah so I did one year on a wider contract mm-hmm. and then the second year I was back down at the Crusaders, but not on any contract. Oh, I was true. just signing a contract, mm-hmm. a weekly contract. Oh, yeah. So I, wow. I, I seen the manager, I don't know, like 12 or 13 times that year. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I've got another extension on your contract. Here's another couple of weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was pretty intense. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, during that season, so Jordan Taufua signed with Manu, uh signed with the Dynaballs mm-hmm. and then he obviously had a stellar of a year that year and then got selected for the All Blacks yeah, yeah. Um, and so then he decided to go with the All Blacks yeah, yeah. which is you know understandable up there, yeah, understandable yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, I'm not too sure what happened in the behind the scenes but mm-hmm. yeah the contract came over my table and, and was like oh we're actually in I was actually in Perth we were about to play the Western Force mm-hmm. um, in that rapid rugby oh, yeah, competition. Yeah. yeah, so I was at Perth on the beach and my agent rang me up and said, oh, mate, do you want to go to Japan mm. for four and a half or five months? And yeah. I was like, oh, this is really random. You're pulling my leg. <laughs> but he's like, no, 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 I'm for serious. I'm real. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, sweet. Sign me up. Like, And then um, so there was a bit of – bit of to and fro because I was signed with Manawatu, two so I mm. had to get a release from them. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit of behind the scene paperwork yeah. going on, which is yeah, bit of a hassle. But mm-hmm. you know, in the end, yeah, that was my introduction to to Mitsubishi and the Dinobores. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So after that super rugby season mm-hmm. won the final, had a couple of days drinking some Mizu <laughs> and then some water, yeah. <laughs> another word of the week another word of the week <laughs> word of the night and then um, yeah and then jumped on a plane I think a week and a half later mm. um, for uh, Hashimoto oh wow yeah the great Hashimoto um, <laughs> is that uh, so you said at the start you had that weekly contract 
you know, for the second season. Yeah. We ended up playing, I think, more games in that season than the first season. But did you get upgraded to like a full contract partway through or was it just constant weekly contracts? Yeah, no. I, um, so when I first went, so I finished Mighty 10 Cup, had mm-hmm. no contract, but Razor rang me up and said, oh, we need cover because we, well, all the flankers are all blacks. So yeah, yeah. We need cover for them over the preseason. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'll come down. So my wife and I jumped in a, in the car and, and drove down yeah. and then, um, I was only expected to be there for three weeks. Yeah. And then at the end, I think it might have even been the last day of training of preseason, yeah. Tom Sanders, uh, I think he broke his ankle. Oh, wow. So he plays six. Yeah. And I was like, well, not to be mean, but I was rubbing my hands mm-hmm. together because I was like, well, that means I'm staying for a yeah, little bit yeah, longer. Yeah. So, yeah, I had that and I signed for another, I think, six weeks after yeah, that. Yeah. And the way the season unfolded, just – Everything I was just involved every week. Yeah. So I played a couple of the preseason games. Mm-hmm. A couple of the boys got injured. I, I think started on the bench, and then I eventually mm-hmm. started most of the games that season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the semi final came around, um, and then yeah, I was I didn't play the semi final, mm-hmm. and then that game Jordan Taufur broke his forearm. Oh wow! And then. Yeah, Razor, after the game, was like, oh, yeah, you'll be starting next week. And yeah. it was the final. I was like, oh, heck, yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty – that whole year was just a whirlwind. Mm. I think my wife and I moved houses about three times wow. in the season. Yeah. You know, I signed, you know, a three-week contract then mm-hmm. a six weeks, and then I think like a three-week, three-week, yeah, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Oh, man. It was, um, it was frustrating. I had – like inside, I was just like, oh, I'm just done. I just like, mm. I don't even want to sign. Yeah. But when you turn up and, you know, the boys are like, um, you know, chahooing and you're having a great time on the field. Yeah, yeah. Off the field, you're going for coffees and mm-hmm. lattes with bloody All Blacks and yeah, yeah. some of the greats. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just, I just wanted to be a part of that. So, yeah. Yeah. So I hung around for that whole season and it was awesome. I had the time of my life and then. Yeah. You know, right at the end, I yeah was able to start that mm-hmm. uh, Super Rugby final, yeah, um, which was you know just a cherry on the top, yeah, 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 which was really cool. And I just yeah lapped that up. I um, oh, we also played the the Lions that season. Oh yeah, yeah, British yeah. and Irish Lions. Yeah, they yeah. came down. True, true. Yeah, so yeah, played uh, all going. Played that game as well. Yeah, nice. Um, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Went up against uh, the Irish captain Peter. Is it Mahoney? Mm-hmm. Peter Maloney? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty awesome. I don't know too much awesome. about, uh, you know, Northern Hemisphere rugby, so... Yeah, learn, neither know, do but, I, yeah. But, yeah, yeah he was... He, he is the um, Irish captain, so... Mm. Yeah, he was six and I was six, so... Yeah, nice. Locked horns with him for 80 minutes, which yeah, is... Good. 60 minutes, 70 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. A dream, a dream. Um, and then I guess you would have had a bit more security when you came over to Japan, but... Tashimoto uh, to the Dynamos. Did you know too much about... Japan about the rugby and stuff when you signed or was it all just you know come over here and then give it a go I had like to be honest with you I didn't even know they played rugby in Japan yeah, like, yeah. I, had, I had no clue mm-hmm. what I was coming into yeah yeah I had talked to a couple of clubs in France and mm-hmm. sort of I thought that after you play rugby in New Zealand you go to England or mm-hmm. Scotland or yeah France yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I just never thought Japan would be on my radar. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I was like, oh, they actually pro rugby in the, in Japan, and yeah, yeah. you know, they they're pretty good at it. So mm. yeah, it was pretty. I was pretty pumped. It was great too, because uh, from a lifestyle point of view, you know, I've, I've heard so much great things about Japan. The yeah. food's really good, and yeah, yeah, the yeah. travel's really good, and yeah. the snow is awesome in the winter oh, time. So good, eh? yeah, yeah, and um, it's only ten hour, one hour. A 10 hour flight back yeah, home. Yeah, true, true, true. A bit different to whatever it is from France, eh? Yeah, yeah. well, they travel like a couple of days to get yeah, home. So. That, so. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I I was coming in blind, really. Mm-hmm. I had nothing. I watched, I think, a couple of games mm-hmm. um, on YouTube. Um, I actually watched their Coke oh. 
the Coke uh, game where they promotion relegation promotion relegation game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was I was messaging Mikey Little mm-hmm. on the um, on WhatsApp and he was saying, "Oh, yeah, boys lost." And, yeah, oh, you know, technically a, drew. Eh? Oh, drew. Yeah, because we were the top league team at the time. For some reason, a draw means we get to stay when probably should be the bottom team. Stay, uh, moves up, but <laughs> we took it. Eh? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Last minute try, how good? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I actually watched that game. The, yeah. the Dino Balls are up. Yeah, by quite a few tries. Yeah, yeah. I and think it was like in the last ten minutes. It was at least like ten minutes down. We were so. Oh, sorry. We is in Coke. Who Coke. I used to translate for. So, uh, just managed to pull it out of the. Yeah, the yeah. Rub it out of the hat there and uh, stayed up for one more season. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. No, it was, it, was, it was. I was coming in blind, so I, was, I had very little mm-hmm. experience or knowledge around what I was what I was coming into. Yeah, yeah. Um, and how was it? Obviously, way different uh, culture and obviously different uh, language. But how was it coming in? Uh, still a second division team that year, but uh, yeah, what were the challenges and what did you enjoy about that first season in Japan? Yeah, it was just a. I suppose the challenge, one of the challenges was coming just from a uh, Crusaders environment. You know, it's pretty mm-hmm. hard to match yeah. the facilities and the, the, the people and the personnel and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that. Um, I still came with my, well, I still came with the Crusaders standard and, mm-hmm. and sort of brought that over with me because that, yeah. that's what I am as a player. And mm-hmm. I hold myself with quite high standards. Um, and that's what sort of, well, basically got to me got me where i am today yeah yeah um but yeah it was it was it was totally different like i think my wife and i jumped off the airport and it was about 40 degree heat and i was just i walked from the plane to the checkout and i was just dripping with sweat and so was my wife and i'm like oh it's so hot this is terrible (laughs) you know you come from a new zealand winter and it's 10 degrees (laughs) and then um yeah, so that was a big hike to our to our apartment, and then the the living situation we mm-hmm. we um, we were in the apartments, and um, we hadn't really well we'd never lived in an apartment before. Yeah, so, true, true. Yeah, we were a bit shocked about that, but mm-hmm. we sort of we adjusted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and the, obviously the the language is a massive barrier. You know, you're trying to communicate and, and mm-hmm. get to know your players. It's sort of yeah. it was a very hard challenge to. You know, learn about someone when you have no clue what they're saying, or you yeah. know, they have no clue what you're saying. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But it's great with the, you know, with the the foreigners that are in the same situation mm-hmm. as you. You build a strong connection with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With those boys, so you know, over the over the years, you know, become really good mates with mm-hmm. with the the foreign boys. It's because you know, it's it's uh, if you don't know the language, it's it's hard to build a connection yeah yeah with someone so mm-hmm. yeah you guys are same experiences and some if you don't like something about like you know part of the culture or something annoys you then you got someone who feels the same way or has experienced it so they actually know what you're talking about eh? yeah which is yeah. Like helpful when you talk about banks or city oh, offices or anything. the amount of paperwork you have to do i just i just yeah. don't understand it <laughs> yeah, yeah i think i uh Pretty much every interview you do, I I just bring it up, just because every time as a translator, sometimes you just got to go with the players and help out in those places, and yeah. got to fill out the same form for you know, everyone, and just uh, yeah, it's a killer race. Uh, uh, I, I yeah, I feel sorry for the yeah, like people like yourself or even the the um, the agents that are on yeah, the ground yeah. over here. They just must just hate these forms and yeah. must do them a thousand times a yeah, week. Yeah, the uh, agents have got a tough work, you know. Um, they're the uh, true, you know, MVPs, I think. Definitely. That, um, that uh, 2018 year was the year that you guys smashed Shoki, got up to the top league after that. But, uh, yeah, how was that season? I think it had been like 10 years or something since the Dynabors had been up in that top season. Oh, sorry, top league. And the season when they did last time, they didn't win a game. So they'd never won a game in the top league. Uh, but you guys were able to get up to that league the first year that you came. But what do you think uh, was a big factor in that? Obviously, you don't really have much to compare it from because that was your first season. But uh, what was your secret to that success? Secret to success. Just give the ball to Michael Little and he just scores tries. Oh, 
That's the, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, you're not really wrong there, right? You can no. do some magical stuff. Oh, mate, he's he's awesome. Him and, him and Matt Vyinger, mm-hmm. man, those two are special. Yeah. Yeah, they're awesome players. It's um, No, that season was really good. We just had really good, um, some really good attack, and that was, you know, helping us win games. And yeah. boys just seemed to be connecting, and we just had a good flow. Mm-hmm. And then obviously in that, we were just sort of, each week we were just getting a little bit better, a little bit better, yep. winning games and getting us ready. And then that shocky game, we just had a blinder, mm-hmm. just everything, every bounce of the ball was just going our way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, after the game, it was pretty awesome to see. Like I know now, like guys that have been in the company and been in this Dynables team, you know, for 10 plus years yeah. and have, you know, have always – dreamt of this mm-hmm. moment and you know it's emotional for the for the players after the game and yeah, yeah, yeah. our boys are crying and just like chahooing and yeah. you know like going to their family and mm-hmm. it was it was pretty special to yeah. see and to be a part of as well yeah yeah you know um but i was just grateful to be a part of that that team that you know got us up into that um won that promotional game so yeah. it was um, cool to be a part of it's a different kind of a probably different feeling to a championship, but it's probably uh, got its own, you know, charm as well. Like being able to get up to that, to have a chance in that top division. Um, there's a lot of work that goes through it. And like you said, it's pretty much like a final that last game. The other team, they obviously don't want to go down. You want to go up and it's all down to that one game. Uh, so yeah, it's a pretty, uh, pressure situation, but when you get the, on the right side of it, it's, uh, yeah, pretty amazing, eh? Yeah. yeah, have a good nice. celebration after that. Definitely, definitely. Have another couple of mizus. Yeah, yeah, hydration is important. <laughs> Hydration's key. Yeah. I was uh, running water for a few years at Coke, so I know how important it is, you know, hydration, <laughs> especially after the game, you know. Definitely. <laughs> but nice. Uh, and you've, uh, I think after that you had a stint, was it with the Canes? Uh, yeah, so I finished my um, I finished my season with uh, the Dinobores, and mm-hmm. I think... Um, yeah, I was back on the plane. We actually went uh, back home. My wife and I got married um, before we head back down to the Canes. Yeah, yeah. Had a season there. Was <clears throat> sort of looking back on it, sort of regret why I signed at the Canes. I had experienced the Canes environment yeah. previously, and I sort of didn't enjoy it that mm-hmm. much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just seen it as a... I wasn't getting contracted back to the Crusaders because their roster was full and mm-hmm. um, Plumtree just gave me a text when I was in Japan and said, do you want to come to the Canes? And I just said, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> super rugby, yeah. Yeah, yeah just can carry on playing uh, super rugby. Mm-hmm. I think I only played one game. Oh, yeah, true. I played yeah. one game when I was at the Canes. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of after coming off a couple of seasons at an all-time high, then, you know, winning a – promotional game with the yeah, balls yeah. I was pretty you know I was pretty ganky mm-hmm. um, and thought I was playing some really good footy yeah 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 um, and then sort of didn't get an opportunity yeah to play um, for the Hurricanes which mm-hmm. was disappointing I just sort of want to wanted to keep my momentum going yeah yeah um, but yeah that sort of that year just sort of blew by yeah sort of on a negative note mm-hmm. really yeah it's oh, a little yeah. bit disappointing. Yeah, 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 for sure, man. Um, yeah. But then, did you always have, was it like a two-year contract or something with the Dynabores, or did you always have that to come back to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I was pretty, um, <clears throat> yeah, I uh, was pretty keen to come back to Japan. Mm-hmm. I knew that I sort of was out of that Crusaders environment, and I sort of didn't want to go anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. So if I couldn't get a contract there, well, mm-hmm. I sort of, I wanted to start start again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then because I was getting a little bit later on in, in my playing career, mm-hmm. you know, as an athlete, you, as a rugby player, you can only play the sport for so long, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I made the decision, yeah, through that first season with the Dinobores to mm-hmm. um to come back and signed a two year two year deal. Oh nice. And um yeah, so played out the Kane season. Yeah. Then I was lucky enough they gave me a, a release to go back to Taranaki and mm-hmm. play for um, the NPC team there, which yeah, is really yeah. cool, and oh, yeah. 
always something I've always wanted to do is play for the, for the Taranaki again. Mm-hmm. Actually, play a game this time. Yeah, yeah. which is uh, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, jumped back up the Naki, which is awesome. Just being able to play in front of your home fans, your home family. Yeah. And play for the, you know, the team that I looked up to when I was a young guy mm-hmm. coming through the ranks and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, to be able to put on that jersey that you've sort of wanted to for, for, since you were a kid, mm-hmm. you know, something pretty special. So, yeah, nice. Yeah. Chuck that on. And then once I finished that season, I was back on the plane to, Back to the Hashimoto. Nice. Actually, I uh, no, it wasn't to Hashimoto. It was to Yarimizu. Oh yeah, yeah. Upgrade, yeah, upgrade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got so much a new Japanese in this. Ikenya is like a standalone home kind of thing. I like Ikenya. Ikenya. Yeah. Oh, Did you know that? No, I don't know yeah. that. So you got apato is like apartments. Yeah. Or manchon, mansion. Manchon. Everyone from overseas here is when you live in a mansion. It's like man, it's amazing. But yeah, it's just pretty much like an apartment. Eh? Um, that's uh, you know a little bit newer than some apartments are you know concrete and forty years old, but yeah, mansions are a little bit newer and that's a little bit newer. So I think what well, you were probably living in the first year with a mansion, and then you got into a Ikenya. So yeah, I'm living see. in a Ikenya now. Nice. Um, it's a Japanese lesson number lesson. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>, nice. <laughs> uh, that year, first year in top uh, division, but then it would have been what twenty. The 2020 year, maybe? 2020 year, yeah. Um, and I think our year, the second division, because we dropped down as Coke, that one was before the, or straight after the World Cup, so we were able to play that. But I think after that, you know, it's all COVID and all that happened, and you guys maybe had six games, and then the season got cancelled. Was it that year? Yeah, it was that year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So that year was just a bit of like, blur. Mm. It was sort of like a deflated really quickly, and it was... It was a nothing season. And then yeah. yeah, we just sort of had preseason, then played a couple of games, and then oh, season done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, I guess uh, with that as well, uh, you've been here since 2018. But you know, you had that stint where you went to the Canes and then came back, and then COVID, and then COVID again this year. And uh, when you go back to New Zealand, it's a bit harder. You know, can't come straight back to Japan. So you've only what we were talking about it before. Like you've only been here for. Uh, quite a short amount of time if you add law together, even though it's been since 2018. Um, yeah. But yeah. Be five, yeah, five months for my first stint. And yeah. then 2019, I basically wasn't here. Mm-hmm. And then 2020 was another four months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four months. Yeah. So just over a year. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Eh? Like, I know. Uh, for for a long period of time, I haven't been here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, we kind of touched on it before in, uh, even though it was all kind of, uh, COVID affected it a bit. That first win for the Dinobores ever in the top league against NEC. Yep. Um, that would have been a pretty special one for a lot of the employees and a lot of the fans as well. Eh? Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, it was an awesome occasion. And, you know, it, was, it wasn't the nice of days and conditions <laughs> yeah. playing NEC, but, um, yeah, we managed to scrape a win there. It mm-hmm. was sort of, we didn't play our best game, um, but we, yeah, still came away, came away with the win and, and a historical win at that. Yeah. So it was pretty, pretty awesome to get our first win and, and yeah, to be a part of that and sort of go down the history books, which is, which is pretty cool. You're yeah, nice. Uh, just listening to your, you know, your achievements, you've got a lot of things you've ticked off, eh? You know, played for your childhood, uh, you know, team in the Crusaders, but also the Naki as well. And then, um, you know, got promoted in Japan. First game ever for the team in the top league. Doing it all. Doing it um, all, yeah. Doug's, uh, you know, podcast as well. That's probably the yeah. biggest achievement. Definitely. But, to um, be invited onto this podcast, mate. <laughs> it's a privilege. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, well, that last uh, season before I arrived, you guys won against Sanix and um, stuff. But that was the last season of the top league. It's changed to the Japan Rugby League one. And uh, with that, because there were a few teams cut or moved down to that second division, we're starting in the second div again. But what are your thoughts on our uh, upcoming season? How do you think we'll go and how are we preparing so far? How's it all going? Yeah, well, we're going awesome, to be honest. I think the first four weeks um, has set us up really, really nicely for the season mm-hmm. coming up. I think the, the work that's been done off the field um, and, you know, player recruitment player recruitment and sort of preparation of 
the team and what the team needs yeah. to succeed in our competition is there's been massive, massive improvements and, and plenty of work that's gone in. Yeah, yeah. And then the players, you know, the players have come back in good nick and the players that have been here for the summer, summer pre-season have, have put in a lot of work and mm. <clears throat> upskilling themselves has been awesome. And yeah, I think we've set us out, set ourselves up really, really nicely to, yeah. you know, to achieve our goals of mm-hmm. being promoted into top, uh, what's the season called? Is uh, it se- can I call it season? Uh, sorry, the top division. Yeah, like you said, it's division one. Division yeah. one, div one, but div one. It's all. It's league one. Is all three divisions league one? So it's all. There's no league two, so I don't know why it's league one. So, um, but yeah, it's Japan one. rugby league one. Okay. Yeah, you got to say you got to have that break. Otherwise, it sounds like rugby league. You know, rugby league. Japan rugby league. Japan one. rugby league. We are playing rugby league. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love rugby league. So I would not be Go on the Warriors. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Um, surely next year's our year. But anyway, um, I, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about what we've been doing so far. It's been great for me to be in a new environment. Uh, been, had four years at Coke, so it's always good to have that kind of fresh perspective as well. Yeah. Uh, really enjoying it. Great having a few, uh, good foreign coaches, foreign, uh, players, new guys to connect with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I think a few of those players have sent through a few uh, questions on the gram. Oh, uh, so if you're keen, I might just like, go through a couple of Can I of those. say, no, I'm not keen? Uh, you can. <laughs> and I'll just... Uh, Cut the podcast. Yeah, here. yeah. It's, uh, that's us. No. Not that far away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we've got one from... Oh, this might be from your wife, uh, Abby. Oh, really? Uh, she said, what's on your Xmas list? What's on your Christmas list? What's on my Christmas list? <laughs> Uh, a new motorbike. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a new dirt bike, please. Mm-hmm. That'd oh, be nice. great. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, anything that's said on the podcast, you know, it's. It comes true. Yeah, it's got it. So I think something nice for Doug would Dear be good. Dear Santa. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. Uh, Ben Poltridge, uh, favorite of the podcast. His, everyone always uh, comments about how his one was not much rugby content in it, but great <laughs> yarn. So, um, he asked, Oh, where's your best place for a coffee? I know you love the coffee, and uh, yeah, Japan, it's not always had, you know, those coffee things, but what's your best uh, place for a coffee in Hashimoto? Uh, Mitsume mm-hmm. in uh, Hashimoto. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. It's Hopefully a, that gets me a free coffee. Yeah, surely, surely. We plug there. Yeah, it's. Um, <laughs> I'll try and make them the official coffee of the podcast, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely, it. I'll get some coffee beans. Yeah, you should, eh? Yeah. Uh, they've got, like, some kiwi stuff, you were saying, like. Yeah, so they have all-press coffee, which is, um, which is come from, comes from New Zealand. Oh, it's yeah. really, really nice. Um, or Zeb's. There's another little oh, place, yeah, Zeb's. Yeah, yeah. is quite nice. I've nice, been there before. Nice cafe, nice area. Nice. I wouldn't say the coffee's great, but mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's good kind of atmosphere, eh? Uh, great atmosphere, great atmosphere. The record player guard, so it's... Mm, nice, nice. Uh, there's one from your senpai, uh, Mr. Lindy, Daniel Lindy. Um, might have to get Makoto on here next, I think. <laughs> uh, but he said, what is your most memorable rugby moment so far and why? Oh, I would say it would be... I have a couple. Mm-hmm. The couple, the first one would be the playing the British and Irish Lions oh, yeah. and doing the haka against them. Oh, true, true. Yeah. yeah. I, um, yeah, I just, every time I think about it, it just gives me chills mm. and just the, being able to be a part of that group and then steer someone down from the opposition and, yeah, you yeah. know, you're steering down world class players. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was pretty unreal. Nice. And then the second one, yeah, was winning the, playing in the final mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, winning that, uh, that Super Rugby final yeah. was pretty, pretty awesome. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, the celebrations afterwards, that was mm-hmm. unforgettable. Yeah, nice, nice. A lot of hydration done there. Um, Definitely. <laughs> and, uh, oh, sorry, there was another one from Ben as well, which is similar to, it's probably something you do when you have good hydration for the Mizus, but said, what's your favorite dance move? And he also told me after a few Mizus, you like uh, taking the shirt off and getting up on tables, but is that part of your dance move? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't be me. Ah, <laughs> oh, the robot. Oh, yep. The robot, just a good robot move. Classic, Swing yeah. of the arms. Nice, nice. Just Not. a good one-two side step, you know, oh, just whoa. a one-two. It's like one, you're on two. the field, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Maybe if I had about 10 mesos, then, mm, uh, yeah. The Dougie. The Dougie. Teach you how to do that. The bolt. Yeah. The table dancing, that might come into play. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, and there's one, uh, says, what's the Sumimasen story on the train? It's, uh, Sumimasen? What's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the go there? Ah. Uh, yeah, again, I might have had a couple of, couple too many Mizus and, yep. um, you might actually have to ask someone else to tell that story because oh, yeah. I don't know if I can remember it. Because yeah. I, yeah, I was, I was well hydrated. <laughs> I was well, well hydrated that yeah. night. If I get a, yeah, I'll get the video and I'll mm-hmm. and I'll play it. I'll share it. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. If I can find it, I probably won't be able to find it. But you won't try too hard. Definitely won't. Heard you just maybe what talking to a few people on the train being friendly you know which is important which is important yeah you gotta make friends you know mm-hmm. i was just trying to be nice and and polite and yeah. and uh yeah meet someone different you know yeah i mean it's the best way to do it it's like we said at the start it's not what you know well assuming my son is excuse me eh? mm. so i was just trying to get their attention yeah <laughs> but probably i was right up in their face and <laughs> screaming at them yeah and you're a bit taller <laughs> than most japanese people maybe. just a little bit yeah so nice but you know you never know one of those guys might be a coach at a different team and uh, they might be offering you a contract you know so um remember me yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got a, I've got that recorder, so that might be a new button for me. Um, but nice, there's a. Oh, what's your double brown record for a night? My double brown record. Mm, that's a type of beer in NZ, by the way. The old Dobros, the Great Nectar. They were, they were, they were gold. Mm-hmm. Oh, box and a half. What is that? Oh, yeah. Eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Nah. Twenty well, eight because one box of those is eighteen, isn't it? Yeah, eighteen pack. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice, nice. I say eighteen twenty. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. That's a good night. Naki boys know how to drink. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, don't browns aren't too expensive as well, eh? So I think it was. Yeah, that was the go-to drink in six form and seven form. Was yeah. the you normally got twenty bucks cash floating mm, about? And so yeah. twenty bucks for eighteen. Cans. Eighteen cans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's in two bucks a drink. How good? Yeah, um, we used to take the take a. Oh, we we couldn't buy them because we weren't eighteen, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, the seven formers used to buy them for us mm-hmm. and meet us down at the local swimming hole and oh, yeah. sink a couple of dobros and yeah, do a couple of manus in the river and happy days. Nice, nice. Um, just remember uh, to drink responsibly, and uh, we're only talking about music. Uh, only music. <laughs> but nice, and I'll do one kind of serious one to end. I said, "What kind of captain do you want to be?" Oh, another good question. Mm. I want to be a captain that leads by example. Let's say I, I'm not much of a talker on the field and mm. um, and definitely not much of a talker off the field. But, yeah, I like to lead through my actions on the field. Yep. I Like I said at the start, I set myself high standards and high goals and, you know, Every day I turn up to work, I'm, I'm trying to be a better athlete mm-hmm. and a better player. And if I can be the best that I can be, and I know that I'm giving it everything on the rugby field and on the training field, I'm leading by example. Um, you know, that's the motto I want to lead by, and that's how I'd like to lead you. Yeah, nice. Beautiful. What a great way to end. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's, uh, like you said, Jesus, man, it's a, it's late in the night. It's our second to last day of the camp, and I'm dying. But yeah, um, Dougie's been talking all day. He's oh, been I've had a going well, great. Had one on meetings. There was two hours of talking, and then a couple of meeting uh, meetings after that. Eh? So yeah, I mean that's part of my life. I think just, but I don't normally have to think of what I'm going to say. I just repeat what everyone else says in different language. So yeah, now I've actually got to think about what to say, and I'm freezing up. Um, <laughs> but no, it's been a pleasure to have you on. I think. Uh, I've learned a lot already from you in the three months we've been working together and had fun. Um, haven't been able to do too much off the field uh, with all the COVID stuff, but it looks like it's improving a bit. So hopefully we can have that connection, have a few Mizus, uh, um, and then, yeah, see how we go from there. I'll uh, have to uh, join you on the Sumimasens next time. So. Definitely, mate. I'll, uh, I'll teach you how to do a good Sumimasen. Yeah, that's my uh, work on it. <laughs> nice. Um, and we normally give... Uh, uh, word of the day, I think our one could either be Ikenya or Bunka. Those ones are, if you can't remember what they are, be good study, go through, listen to uh, the podcast again. But 
I think uh, if you want H, could probably tell you what they are now if you want as well. Ikenya. Mm, what, what was that? House. Whoa. Yeah, nice. nice. Standalone house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think standalone house is, I didn't know how you could explain it, but Ben Poltridge taught me that word. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Thanks to him. Um, and then, yeah, the uh, bunker is culture, right? So got a pretty good culture at the board, so hopefully you can Great keep culture. growing it and go from there. Um, and sorry, I forgot to ask. There's one thing we always ask all our uh, people, our guests. Uh, what's your favorite Japanese food? Uh, garlic ramen. Oh, nice. Nice. Ninikuya. Ninikuya. Yeah. So that's a... That's a wee... Uh, place it's place kind of in machida in, is it somewhere on there it's um, on the, i think it's on the outskirts of hachiwaji and machida oh yeah 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 um is it just the dude uh, who does it he loves rugby and stuff and he loves rugby and baseball and he has this like he does everything by himself mm-hmm. and you just go there and it's think it's like sengo hyaku yeah and like 15 bucks or something mm. yeah and you just get loaded up with as much noodles as you want to eat yeah and then nothing 100 yen for a slice of meat that is cooked the best <laughs> like it's the best yeah nice nice <laughs> um yeah that niniku yeah, niniku means garlic and jeff man so many words so this is a great learning episode but um it shows how much you've learned in uh the three or four years you've been here eh? um i think it, yeah I feel like I've learned a lot but I haven't learned a lot <laughs> there's so much to learn I'm still learning as well but uh yeah uh, it's a great place. So if you come over here, look for Ninikuya. The guy will sort you out. I've been there once. It was a great time. But again, thanks for coming on. I know you're busy. You've got recovery to do before a big, big training session tomorrow. Um, but thanks for coming on again. And uh, let's gambare this season. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having me on, Dougie. Arigats. Arigats. Thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW Podcast. Make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it. And don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro checkout for a 15% discount. Arigats, I'll talk to you next week.